Hey, thanks for coming and joining us here on another episode of About Faith. We are in year two, and we've had some good episodes so far, and I just want to thank you all for being so supportive and listening. Um, uh, again, I started this last year just you know, wanting to get out a lot of the thoughts I always have in my head and spiritual, and then uh, I've always heard a lot of great testimonies and I just feel like, you know, why not try to share as many of these with people um, throughout in the world? And hopefully, you know, when you see it and you and you come across these episodes that you want to go about and you want to share them and you want other people to hear them. And hopefully they're encouraging you. I receive messages from time to time from people talking about how uh, these message, these testimonies and these episodes are encouraging them. And I just ask that you uh, continue to pray for me. Um, you know, uh, I. I love doing these episodes. I love the podcast aspect of being able to sometimes just to talk about the word of God and you have those thoughts and you're like, man, I wish I could talk to someone about these. And this allows me to talk to each and every one of you that tune in each week to listen and talk about um, the things that are on my mind when it comes to uh, the word of God and sometimes the things that God shows me. Um, And then to hear, you know, again, as we just stated, the wonderful, great testimonies that people, that people share. Um, we've had some really good ones. Um, I don't think we've, I don't want to say bad ones, you know, no testimony is bad of God's deliverance. Um, we haven't had, um, but we've had some really great ones. I feel like each one is just, um, so magnificent because everybody has their own story when it comes to God and, um, how God brought them to deliverance and how God has been keeping them and the trials that they may have experienced and faced and, uh, how, you know, God brought them out. And, uh, and along the way, as I've heard some testimonies, uh, there was one in particular um, a few months ago. Um, I did with um, guest Brianna Washington, if you go back and listen to that. And she started to talk about um, just how when she was uh, dealing with things and how she developed a battle plan. And that, that really resonated in my spirit because I was already thinking about um, – you know, how we go through spiritual warfare on this side and how we have um, to battle against the enemy. And I love how she talked about how she developed a battle plan to fight against, uh, to, to fight and to get her victory. And um, and even last week, you know, we started to, and I, and, and I guess let me back up. I wanted to talk more about that. Um, and even last week, we kind of started it. Uh, last week, we had Pastor uh, Jonathan Halton. So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to that. We had him come on, and he um, was able to share with us you know, uh, about spiritual warfare and talking about spiritual warfare and how we can fight and how we can uh, handle and deal with um, the things we may face in this life, on, on this walk with Christ. And um if you haven't been able to go back, he said some really good things. So go back and listen to that. He tried to give us some really good pointers. And it's always a wonderful thing when you can listen to a pastor come in and give those insights. Uh, someone that's been down that road and can give the insight from that leadership, that leadership's perspective on how we can fight and be successful um, on our in our walk with God. And I just wanted to continue to talk about that. I don't know how long this this series is going to be, but I wanted to try to continue to talk about um, spiritual warfare and just kind of talk about what we go through. And um, I was reading and I was studying not too long ago, and 
Uh, I was reading a book and I believe Charles Spurgeon was the one who said, he said, the nearer you live to God, uh, the more you can expect Satan's opposition. Satan, the Bible says that Satan, the devil, he, he actually desires to uh, sift you, um, to sift you as wheat. Jesus was talking to Peter and he tells Peter this. He said that Satan, he, he desires to have you and not to have you for because he has uh, a blessing for you. But he desires to have you so that he can sift you as wheat. And the Bible teaches us that God does have a plan for our life. You know, we know it. The Bible says that for all things works together for the good of them that love the Lord and that, you know, that he has thoughts of peace for us, not thoughts of evil. So we understand that God has a plan for our life and he wants to perfect everything concerning us. But we do have and uh, the Bible also teaches us that it, it won't be easy. Um we are going to have some opposition along the way on this walk uh, with Christ. We're going to have some opposition. As a matter of fact, we actually learn in the word of God that all that choose to live godly will suffer. The Bible says they will suffer persecution, um, but we understand that we will suffer. In other words, there are going to be some trials and there are going to be some tribulation of, along the way. So we have to understand that we won't get to heaven without any opposition. Uh, we want to experience the anointing that we're looking for uh, or the glory we want to be revealed in our life uh, without a little without mishaps happening along the way or trials or as we stated earlier, persecution or we won't get there without opposition. And I'm not sure of why it has to work this way, but I know that the Bible again states, as we just alluded to, that all things work together for our good and I've also heard it said like this, that anything that's worth having is worth fighting for. Remember, we're talking about spiritual warfare. So if anything worth having is worth fighting for, and if you feel like Christ is worth having, you feel like heaven, the goal of heaven is worth having, then I want you to understand that it's worth fighting for. We don't have to give up. We don't have to give in. But we can fight and we can be victorious. But if there's a fight, that means that I have an enemy or I have an opponent. I mean, nobody fights. I mean, you don't have to just fight. You're not just fighting yourself, but you have a, in some cases, you are in the spiritual walk. And we may talk about that in another episode, but you do have an enemy out there. We, the Bible teaches us that we have an adversary and that this adversary is walking about as a roaring lion, roaring lion. And he's seeking whom he may devour. And you really don't hear uh, people talking about this in our in our time anymore. You don't really hear um, it being said that we have an enemy. And I'm, I'm one of the people I like to try to listen to, you know, preaching to kind of see what's being out, like being stated out there. And you don't really hear a lot of mention of an enemy anymore. It's it's it, it's, it's almost like we don't have one, like he's just disappeared. But. If we don't talk about the enemy, if we don't talk about our opponent, how can we expect to be prepared when our opponent comes? Even when you look at the sports world, right, you look at um, football teams through the week, they have film sessions. Basketball teams, they have film sessions. They have whole uh, uh, positions dedicated to scouting the opponent. 
Uh, they want to know what their opponent's tendencies are. They want to know uh, if their opponent's strengths and weaknesses because they want to be prepared when they go to battle, essentially, uh, to be able to come out victorious. But if I don't understand anything about my enemy, I don't understand who he is. I don't understand what his strengths and weaknesses are. I don't understand what he's trying to what he's trying to do to be victorious against me. Then how can I be prepared? What happens is in this day and time, you don't hear anybody really talk about the enemy that we face. They just talk about blessings and act like everything is going to be smooth and easy uh, in this Christian life. But we have an enemy. And if you don't prepare people for the enemy that they're going to be facing, What's going to happen is they're going to be unprepared and they're going to essentially fail. And we don't want anybody to fail over here on Jesus Christ. I want to see everybody that comes to Christ make it all the way to heaven. I know that's not going to be the case. I know that's not going to be a 100% success rate. But I understand that if I equip people or if we equip people as brothers and sisters in Christ with them, if we can help them understand that they have an enemy, that they will be better equipped for what's coming ahead, and it may give them just that fighting chance to stay stay with God. Everything is not going to be a flower bed of ease on this side, but, and Jesus tells us that he says that in the world, as long as you're in the world, you're going to have tribulation. But he did tell me I can be of good cheer because he has already overcome the world. Why would we suffer? Why would we have tribulation? As I stated earlier, it's because we have an adversary and the enemy and enemy who the Bible says is seeking to destroy us. He goes by many names, the dragon, the serpent, the evil one, a tempter, ruler of the kingdom of the air, the leader of the demonic realm, Beelzebub, the father of lies. Depending on where you go to church, you may have even heard him called Old Slewfoot. But we call him Satan. The devil is what we know him as. And, and I understand that most of this audience may be like, you know, I know who he is. And this may not be something that you actually need to hear. It may not be something that you're uh, wanting to tune into. But I, I, I always wanted to understand that, you know, since we're putting this out there, that it may be somebody who doesn't understand who Satan is. They may have never heard this, his backstory or origin story, if you will, and they may not understand why he's our enemy. They may not understand why we have to fight against him. And although um, you may have heard it before, I always feel like it's always good to have a refresher on the things of God. I never want to feel like uh, I'm above going back to looking at things that, you know, I, I feel like I already know, because even in that, sometimes you'll go back and you'll find out things and you're later on in life and you've experienced different uh, things now and your walk with Christ and the way you view one scripture five years ago. And now when you're something happens in your life, a trial occurs in your life, you go back and you read that thing and God shows you something else. That's why I love the word of God because it just keeps on speaking. It just keeps on giving us new life, new revelation. And I just love that it has layers on layers on layers on layers for us to keep learning and keep digging in and keep growing in as we keep reading the word of God. But Satan, he, the devil, he was a high angelic being or creature, however you want to say it, that before the creation of mankind, he rebelled against God. The Bible even describes him as being beautiful. The Bible says that he was an anointed cherub and he was covered in every precious stone. He was covered in the 
Uh, hopefully, I don't butcher these names, but the Sardius, the Topaz, the Diamond, the Beryl, the Onyx, the Jasper, uh, uh, the Emerald, the Carbuncle, and even gold. He had every precious stone, all these stones that people are seeking after. He had them all built into who he was. And this is just a thought I had while I was reading that scripture. You see people today, they worship stones and they get stones because they feel like they get these crystals and these types of stones because they feel like it brings them some kind of power or something. But and I wonder, was, is all that tied to Satan? He's using those things to try to get people to still worship him because that's what his coverings are. His, he was made out of all of these precious stones and he's using these stones to bring some kind of glory and worship to him. So when people are worshiping these stones and these crystals, you see that it's actually tied to worshiping Satan. It was just a thought I had. I can't actually prove that, but that's what that was just a thought I had when I was reading that scripture. How you see people are worshiping crystals now, and they're so into all these crystals and these stones that they must have. Um, but the Bible also says that he was built with all these stones built into him. His his, and so when the light of God was shown, he reflected the glory of God. Think about how beautiful diamonds and all these things are when light hit them. Think about how beautiful uh, 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 Satan must have been, Lucifer at the time, how it must have been when the glory of God began to reflect off of him and how he reflected God's glory. And not only that, but the Bible even talks about how uh, 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 he had pipes built into him. He was the ultimate worship leader. He was able to reflect the glory of God and sing praises to God, lead, lead, lead the host of angelic beings into worship to God all at the same time. And this is where you have to understand, just like Satan, if you don't keep yourself in check, you will start to get prideful about something that you didn't even do for your own self. God did it for you and God put you in this position and God made you beautiful and God did all these things. He anointed you and now you are reflecting his glory. But then you begin to get prideful about what God has done for you. And now you want, just like Satan you want that uh, uh, to be glorified. He forgot he was just a creature and his power was limited to what God, the omnipotent one, allowed. Pride was his downfall. He wanted the seed of God. The Bible says in Isaiah 14 that he desired to ascend to the seat above the most high. Because of this, then there was a, a great war that took place in heaven. And this battle took place between Michael and his angels and Satan and his angels. And long story short, Satan lost. That's how the Bible puts it. Long story short, it was simple. Only point we needed to understand was that Satan lost. So obviously, I mean, that's all we need to know. Two things, though, when I read that, I, how did you expect to ascend to the seat above God? When you couldn't even beat Michael. He wasn't strong enough to beat Michael. But he expected to ascend to a seat above God. Also, how did he convince other angels to fight with him? Man, this man, he, he has to be cunning. He has to be deceitful. Again, he's the father of lies. So, uh, 
the way people talk about it, like no, in, in your own power, you are no match for Satan. In your own power, you are no match for him. And you have to understand that, that the only victory we can have against Satan is we have to be able to stand with Christ and use the power of the Holy Ghost. That's the only victory we'll be able to have against the enemy. He convinced angels that were already in heaven. Already where we're trying to go. He convinced them to fight with him. He convinced them that they should, that he was going to actually do this. Think about the, 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 the best smooth talker you've ever encountered. You know, there's some people that have just a, a gift of gab and so smooth with their words. There is still no match for the, day, the devil when you think about it. He seriously convinced other angels and led a mutiny in heaven. In heaven, he led a mutiny. Again, he was where we're trying to go. And led a mutiny for other angels to follow him. The Bible says he lost, he was kicked down to earth, and he's in the he's in earth now. And now there's an ongoing conflict with us and him. And he's going to do whatever he can to tempt us, corrupt us, and just try to destroy our testimony. The Bible tells us that he comes with one goal in mind, and that goal is uh, uh, to steal, to kill, and destroy. It says that the thief cometh not, but with one purpose. He has one purpose, and that is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He wants to steal your testimony. He wants to destroy your soul. He wants to see you with him. He's not going to stop until you give up. Till you give up on God, he doesn't have any good intentions for your life. The Bible says that when sin is finished, it brings forth death. That's what the devil wants. He wants you to live in sin until sin is finished. And then he wants to bring forth death. He wants you to give up on God. He wants to entice us all with lies and lust and greed. He's doing whatever he can to take as many people with him as he can to the bottomless pit. But the good news is that uh, although we have an enemy and although he does have some power, he does not have all power. And if we're on God's side, we are serving the, 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 the creator, the, the one that has all power. And we are able to have victory through Christ Jesus, no matter what the battle is. I love this song they used to sing. They said, don't wait till the battle is over. You can shout now. So even though I'm going to have battles, I can shout knowing that God has given me the victory. Not saying that you're not going to get wounded. Not saying that you're not going to cry sometimes. Not saying that you're not going to experience some hurt and some heartache along the way. Not saying that uh, you won't be, that you won't get weary. I'm just saying that even though you have the battles that you're going to have the victory, even though we have an enemy that we can have the victory. And we want to talk about some of the things that the enemy is going to bring forth and then how we can have the victory. God has equipped us with all the tools we need to be victorious against our enemy. We understand that we don't have to be ignorant to the devil's devices, but we can be victorious. We can know what his scheme is. We can know what his plan is. We can know 
what he's trying to do. And we can be victorious in this walk. I want to thank you for joining me today on this episode of About Fate. Please come back next week, next time, so we can talk more about this battle plan. And try to equip ourselves to fight spiritually and win and be victorious against the enemy. Till next time, I'm going to go ahead and roll the outro. This has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast with me, your host, TJ Hawthorne. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. And on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.